Yo, what's good, people? You're listening to the first ever episode of the AJ Rose Show with me, myself, AJ Rose, aka the Desi version of Jack Grealish, aka Mr. Bean with high testosterone levels. Personally, I don't think I look like them two people, but whenever I post stuff on social media, they're the comments I get the most. What are you saying, bro? You think I look like Jack Grealish? Nah. What about... <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd say yes. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, the AJ Rose Show, basically um, why I wanted to set this podcast up. I've done journalism for about 10 years, stand up for about 18 months, and I just wanted to combine them two passions together. Each week, I'm going to interview a new guest with a... The guests are going to be super fun, super interesting, super amazing. If they're not super fun, super interesting, super amazing, probably won't release that episode. Could be a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but they'll be sick, man. They'll be sick. So basically, it's a podcast where you can get to know a different guest each week, a bit about their backstory. Hopefully, you can laugh a bit, maybe learn something. And that's all there is to it. Um yeah, obviously this is the first episode, so like by episode 17, could be something different. Who knows? We'll see what works. But for now, this is what I'm running with, AJ Rose Show. Let's get to the guests. So the first guest I got today, boy, talk about a long list of achievements. So where do I start? Worked at Google, worked at some of the top sales firms around the world. You know them things you hear in movies where like all these rich people work and you only see it in movies. This guy's actually worked there. Boy, what else? Done a TED Talk, spoken at Mad Universities, Oxford, Cambridge, spoken in India as well. Obviously had a brief stint as a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little less uh, successful, but we'll get to that. Boxer, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously part-time boxer as well, but yeah, all round great person, done a lot of great stuff. My good friend Tor Abrams, what are you saying Tor? good man thank you for i'm honored to be the first guest here how's it feel yeah, to be the first guest it's history in the making bro it's history it could be history or it could just be like in <laughs> i'll meet you in two years about yo remember that like shitty little podcast <laughs> we did that doesn't run anymore <laughs> now true say you were the first person to reply and be available this quick so that's how you ended up being the first guest is what it is <laughs> so yeah man obviously like i was saying in the intro like i know you so I've known Tor since school days, since he was 11, since I was 11 as well. Not like I was like 15 or so. Well, obviously, we was in the same class and that. And yeah, man, it, since school, this guy's gone on to do mad stuff, innit? But then where I want to start with you is Google, innit? Because, boy, if you know Tor, obviously you lot listening probably don't know this guy. If you do, then you might know what I'm about to say. But when this guy worked at Google, yeah? Bruv, every little, t any opportunity to tell people he worked at Google, he took it. You know, like you'll just walk into McDonald's. They'll be like, yeah, two nuggets and a chips. He'll be like, yeah, that's for me, uh, ex-Googler, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, working at Google, what's that like, bro? I want to know the top three best things at Google and the top three worst. What's, um, start with the best. What's the top three best things about working at Google? These are intense questions. I need to be careful what I say as well. No, don't be careful, bro. Don't be careful. <laughs> They're not going to rehire you. Don't be careful. <laughs> I, I want to stay in their good books. Google, apologies if anything comes out. Um, three best. Okay, I'll go three best, three worst. Do three best first. So three best is everything is free, bro. 
everything is free. So food is free, gym is free, massages are free, swimming pool. Um, they had six restaurants on the Google campus. They called it campus because it's like it's basically like a uni campus and it's that big. And there were chefs at each one, like literal chefs that get hired to work at Google that cook our food every day. What, like Cosmos and Croydon? <laughs> nah, like good food, isn't it? You know, like, you go to a buffet and there's a chef with, with a steak, <laughs> fresh steak. That's Google every day. Um, was there a limit on the massage? Like, was there a limit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the massage thing was like, basically, you had to get your manager's good books in it. And instead of them giving you like extra money or something, they'll give you massage points. Just Bro, like you know Groupon it exists, isn't it? Like, <laughs> you could take that money and just go get a little 20 pound massage on Groupon. How many massages could you get per per month? Per like, it depends really. Like, how much are you willing to suck up to your man? If you're looking to like get a lot of massages, easiest way is to just suck up to your boss and go from there. <laughs> it's a weird, it's a weird culture, in it. Like, it's kind of like a bubble. People are proper. I'd say this is one of the worst things. Is like people are more like they get too comfortable there, innit? They treat it like it's like their whole life working at Google. Like that's all they're gonna do get massages every day and all that type of treatment. But for me, it's like, I can't do that forever, man. Like, we're from ends, isn't it? <laughs> we're from South. <laughs> There's only so much massages and like free food you can like- So what other than massage, like free gym, free massages, what else? And nothing else was free or? No, everything, they have This snacks. ain't sounding like free stuff though. This is sounding like <laughs> you got um, brownie points for this. The massages, yeah. But like you had snacks, you had, um, you know, snacks doesn't sound that amazing. That sounds get, awful. You get what I Every mean, office like. has, there's always someone in every office that goes Sainsbury's, loads up the little snacks. Nah, nah, nah. I ate like Sainsbury's <laughs> snack. It's like any snack you could imagine. It's got juices. They got like ice cream machines and all that type of stuff. Basically, all the stuff you hear about Google having, it's all real. It's all legit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So best thing, number one, everything's free. Everything's free. What's the other two? The other two. After that, it's how do you top that everything's free? That's what I was, I was like, <laughs> where do we go from here? But ask for free. You've nah. named all three in one. You know what though? I hate when people say stuff like the people are the best thing. But generally, I met so many genius people there. Like so many people are smart. So many people are creative. People that got podcasts now. Um, people that like started making dance classes and all this type of like ma like mad stuff. Yoga classes and all this stuff. And they expanded it outside of work as well. So, like, so it's just they're geniuses because they launched a podcast or a dance class <laughs> or a yoga class. <laughs> You're about to find out, innit? See how this one goes. Well, who's the maddest, like, genius? Like, did you ever work? You ever meet someone's like, yeah, I created Gmail or anything like that? Nah, part of me wants to say something funny, but not say gonna, it, bro. Not say gonna, it. Gonna, like, nah, if, it, it, if, if it's too much, I'll just edit it out, but it probably won't be. No, 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 but I mean that like, as in, like, there's nothing funny to even say, bro. Like, I legit never met no one that made Gmail or nothing like that. Um, you just met a bunch of yoga teachers. Yeah, met a bunch of yoga teachers, people that just love computers, innit? People that are just obsessed with AI and stuff like that. Okay. So it looks like we've covered the best thing. Uh, everything's free. There ain't really any. Oh, it's hard to top everything being free, <laughs> I, what, So what, when you work here, is it like, because I've got a friend, he said he works at Facebook and it's a bit like, I think he said this. I could just be misquoting him and putting out rubbish information that ain't even true but i think he said like so like you can kind of as long as you do your work you can go and come as you please in it kind of yeah like i'm not gonna lie they used to have these sleeping pods all right this is probably one of the best the better things if say you came to work after a hangover like after a night out you didn't want to see anyone you wanted to like hide away from your desk you send a couple emails then you just find this place where you can sleep basically 
and they have like hammocks in the office, but it's like hidden. So no one's going to see you. So bare times you would just find people, yeah, who came to their desk like 3 p.m. and be like, listen, I've just been napping all day, bro. I sent like three emails this morning and then after that just been sleeping. So you could kind of get away with just like chilling and, and doing that type of stuff. But a lot of people there work hard though at the same time. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of them environments where people are going to be working hard, so you're not going to want to slack. So it's... Have you seen the film, The Internship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a real, bro, that's real. So the sleeping pods are real. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Bro, I watched that film at Google, bro. It's all real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all real. It's it's well done, to be honest. Yeah. It's a decent, like when I was like, whatever age I was back then, I was like, yeah, this film's decent still. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. What's the worst stuff? You said one of them. People, you know, you yeah, said I, that though, people get comfortable, but why would you not get comfortable? Like it's Google, bruv. You know what? Yeah. I hear you on that. Like it's good to be comfortable. It's good to be comfortable at work, but it got to a point where it was like, that was my whole life, bro. I was not buying food. Like I was not cooking at yard. I was literally going to Google, having breakfast there, then getting lunch and then bringing like a lunch box with me in it, like a Tupperware box with me, collecting lunch, like waiting until all the food was done and asking the chef, can I have the rest of your leftover? Like salmon or whatever and then taking that home and having that for dinner but it was good because i was able to save a lot of money but at the same time it was like i can't live like this bro this is not real life do you get what i'm saying what are you saying long hours and that not really so yeah, it was kind of it was kind of decent that. <laughs> so you're, you're getting mad food to take home the hours aren't long and you're you've got a problem with that bro if i'm honest the worst thing about it was the fact it was in dublin bro oh shit i, I forgot you used to live in dublin isn't it yeah i wasn't in london Bruh, yeah, that's mad. So what? Yeah, I don't even know what to say about Dublin. I've never even been there. What's bro, it say? There's nothing to say, bro. There's nothing to say about it. That's that's it. Isn't it? <laughs> Bad weather, like alcohol, pub. Like that's the whole of Dublin summed up. Could you drink alcohol at Google? We had a thing on Fridays where they used to let you drink and like basically have a party downstairs, but it wasn't like a lit party. It was just like a bunch of your colleagues. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That can be lit with the right colleagues, but... Yeah, 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 but, like, your boss being there, like, ruins the whole vibe, in it. But they used to let people drink and bring, like, they would have food and all that type of stuff. But Is that it? was the only day. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, what, one more thing. So you say you get too comfortable. Yeah. Dublin. What's the other one? It's hard to top Dublin, man. Dublin's just pee. Sending shots, bro. <laughs> we could have Irish listeners turning this podcast bro, up they would at admit this very it, second. Bro, they'll agree, bro. They'll agree. Like, if they're watching, they should leave it in the comments. Their thoughts on Dublin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Producer Daniel agrees with that as well. <laughs> um, I know Dublin oh viewers. That's not my views, is it? If you need to, yeah, keep listening to this podcast, but <laughs> block tour or something. <laughs> Don't block me in it. Like, keep listening to the podcast. <laughs> Big up Dublin. I got one more. It's hard to come up with three bad things though because it was a good place. Like, the only reason I left, to be honest, was because I got a job that offered more money and was in London. So it's hard to be like, those are probably the two things that like, for me, but Pete, the comfortable thing, you're, you're probably saying that it's a good thing, but honestly, like, You've seen all the other stuff I've done. I don't like the idea of comfort at all. Like, no, no, no. We're gonna get to that as well. Yeah. You push yourself out that comfort zone, like in some mad ways. You know what? Let's just get to that now. So obviously, Tor's done a TED talk as well. Um He's trying to be like you, bro. 
True. So I've done a TED talk as well. <laughs> helped him with the application and that helped him get it over the line. See this TED talk, bro. Before we get to the good stuff, obviously I'm your friend, isn't it? So when I'm watching this, yeah, I watch the intro of it. And like these pauses you take, bro, at the amount, I was sitting on the edge of my chair. All you said was like, hello, I'm Tor. And I was like, fuck, what's he going to say next? Like these pauses <laughs> were nuts. I'm going to have to pull them up. In England alone, one in four people will experience some kind of mental health issue this year. <laughs> my name's Tor. <laughs> That's like eight seconds of pausing <laughs> just to say your name. <laughs> no, nah, that's mad though. But on a more um, serious note, obviously the TED talk talks about mental fitness and that. Basically, I'll give you an outline of the talk. It's like, talk outlines like, it's actually, pro when I was watching this, I was like, yo, like, my TED talk's kind of rubbish compared to this. They come with a mad <laughs> format on this. Like, <laughs> sick talk. Like the way he structured it, Go on. In fact, you tell it, innit? You tell it. I don't know why I'm telling your nah, TED nah, talk. It's calm. Yeah, it's calm. I won't go into too much detail because obviously I want people to watch it, innit? But um, I talk about mental fitness. So the concept is that you can go gym as much as you want. You can bang out gym every day and build muscles. But at the end of the day, your mind is going to be the thing you have for the rest of your life. Long after your body's gone, you're still going to have your mind there. So being able to figure out how to control your mind and do all these tasks that push your mind the same way you push weights in the gym, just make you stronger mentally. So that's what the talk is about. Just different exercises I've done, cold showers, fasting, meditation, all that stuff. Um, that's just my life now, bro. Like I had a cold shower he's literally. One of, he's before, one of them guys. He's bro, one of them guys. <laughs> before I came out here, <laughs> I had a cold shower, and like I was like, nah, do you know what? This don't even count because I'm so used to doing cold showers. Let me turn it down even more <laughs> at the end just to give myself the extra boost. So like that's yeah, I'm one of them guys. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, like he was saying, cold showers. Yeah, there's five things in the video that he does in like, and it's in order of difficulty in it. And I can't remember what what was it was cold shower yeah. three stars. I can't remember the star rating. I've recorded this. I've practiced that so many times. I I'm remember, pretty sure cold showers is hard. Four stars. Yeah, yeah. Because I know then, cold showers is hard. Yeah, I think it was meditation, affirmations, something else. It was obviously that memorable that I cold, forgot what. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Meditation, affirmations, cold showers, fasting. Fasting. And then dopamine detox, which is the hardest. Okay, okay. Let, let's, let, let's unpack this. Let's unpack this. <laughs> so cold showers, yeah. It's winter right now. It's a bit, it's not as cold as it was. It's still winter, isn't it? It's still winter. So be real, isn't it? Don't lie for, don't lie for the camera. There's cameras. Don't lie. <laughs> How many cold showers are you taking in winter? I'm not gonna lie. I did not do a cold shower the whole of what month was cold. What month is it now? Like February now. Isn't it? There was one February. month that was mad cold. Like, yeah, yeah. I think like December, yeah, where like no one could afford heat, so like everyone was living the real cold experience every day, bro. Dead a cold shower in those times. That was your time to shine, bro. That, that was my <laughs> time to shine. But listen, bro, mental fitness has a limit, bro. <laughs> 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 like, I ain't trying to torture myself out here. But, um, so you took a month off cold showers? I took a month off cold showers. But the thing is, I notice in my own mind, like I start to get lazy with other things. That's where this whole mental fitness thing comes in. If I'm not doing the cold showers consistently, mm. I'll just start slacking in other areas, like whether that's work. Now, but how, how is it like, is it linked to just the cold showers? Because 
Are there, is there not other stuff going on in your life that might make you slack a bit? There's other stuff that's going on. Oh, what, you mean the slacking or like? No, because like, if you start like, you know, like you were saying, oh, I weren't as on job as I should be. Yeah, yeah. And it coincided with me not taking cold showers. What about the other variables that could be playing in, the, in that as well? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. There's like, obviously there's life as well, isn't it? Like, it yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> the sun might have set early one day, like all this type of stuff, I know, but. Landlord's like, yo, where's the rain? Like, sorry, mate, didn't take the cold shower this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the thing though, is like my life, I try and structure it. Like I try and make sure I'm doing all these things, like meditating, cold showers and all those things, just so I have a structure to follow. If one of them things is lacking, I just notice like, I work in sales, innit? So I just notice like, oh, my quota, I did a little bit worse this month. You know, I can't say that to my boss, <laughs> but for myself, it's like, I know that I'm not putting in as much work as I should be. And that's sometimes the reason, so. And it all come down to that, that all... cold shower you skipped on November 15th. Bro, <laughs> it's real, man, it's real. I'm not gonna lie, when I watched that, I did get kind of motivated. And cause I've seen the results you've actually had, I'm like, raw, like, when I done my TED talk, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, I kind of felt like a fraud because basically I just like I grew my own website, it got some views, and I basically talked about how I got experience in journalism. Then I'm doing all these talks with like mad people, and I'm like, yo, what, what, what am I doing here? Then when That's I see Tor's TED talk, and I'm like, yo, you got a sick talk, and you got, <laughs> and you got the career to match. I was like, yo, I felt motivated to do the cold shower. That's an understatement. Though. You're understanding your your uh, website though. True say, it was popping. I don't update it much now, but I was putting in work back then. Yeah, true say, I did put in a bit of work. <laughs> yeah, no, I was active. I was active. You just remember now that like, it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it was lit still. <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. But basically, point is, when I saw your one, I was motivated and I thought about doing a cold shower, yeah? And then I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Like... <laughs> There's no way that's happening. Like it's not. It's not happening. Like what? How hard is it to to do that? Cold? How hard is the first cold shower? Bro, you answer your own question, bro. You tried to. Do no, but it. I haven't it's overcome not. it. I haven't overcome it. All you gotta do is turn the tap to the left, bro. Like they, they ain't that hard. What if I, if I if I was to actually take a cold shower? What I do is I step in the shower. It'd be freezing, and I jump straight out. Nah, so that's your mistake, though, isn't it? You set the shower to cold first, like. You're coming into the shower already cold. Like I can do that because I'm used to it, innit? What I would do is I would just get in a hot shower, shower as normal, like do whatever you do in it. And then when you're done, just be like, do you know what? Last 10 seconds or whatever, I'm just gonna turn it cold to know what it feels like. That's your first one done. You got under your belt, innit? And then so how that, long are these showers, bro? So I probably do like 30 seconds of cold every day. And then after that, I either will keep it like semi-cold or I'll just turn it hot if I'm just feeling like it's long. Bro, that kind of that's kind of burst my balloon a bit because when I saw cold showers, <laughs> I thought you was just showering in icy temperatures for like eight minutes and you just step out of that shower like, yo, I'm ready to close some deals. You're telling me actually <laughs> it's about 30 seconds and then I turn the heat back up to hot. <laughs> Alright, so another thing you said, yeah, this was the hardest thing Tor said in his TED Talk uh, to do is a dopamine detox, a dopamine detox, yeah? Do you know how, I, when I heard that term, I was like, well, like well, where are we going with this? And then he broke it down. So basically no food. If anyone listening to this wants to do it, yeah? <laughs> it sounds like hell. It's military, bro. Sounds like hell. Tor, what is it like? What do you do on this dopamine detox? So remember how I said in Google, yeah, you can do anything for free. 
bro, a dopamine detox is basically the complete opposite of that. You can't do nothing at all. So you can't eat. You can't listen to music. You can't read. You can't, you can write. Right, is the one thing you can do. Can't go on your phone, can't go on social media, can't speak to people. <laughs> Basically, got to just isolate yourself in a in a small little room, like across this little table. Where we got. Your mom's like, yo, you need to do some laundry. <laughs> well, sorry, <laughs> my hands are tied. I'm on the dope. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do nothing. This is hard, bro. It's so hard. Like, the only thing you can do is you can pick up a pen and paper and write. You can't use your phone. What can you write? Anything. Like anything that comes to your mind. So someone like you would probably find it all right because you're you're funny, No, but yeah, I would you could just write stuff. No, do you know what I do though is I probably like try and bend the rules with that because I'd be like, well, I can write. So usually I might type my jokes up on a laptop. Yeah. I'll just write them out. And then I'm not really depriving myself of dopamine because if I write a banging joke, I'm gonna feel gassed. <laughs> and then the whole thing's pointless. So like why can you write? That don't make sense. I thought it was li- when he said it, I thought you were just sitting there in an empty room on your bed, just miserable timing yourself like how many hours i've got left of this that's basically that's basically what i did though to be fair because i ain't a writer like you in it so i was just chilling there like you could play noughts and crosses with yourself <laughs> <laughs> nah yeah it's long man it's like i think I, how long did i say i lasted on the video i think it was like five hours five ago. hours yeah five which 300 minutes i'm proud of that bro 300 minutes of doing nothing <laughs> bro i was awake <laughs> <laughs> but what's the point like what what did you gain from them five hours do you know what yeah i didn't gain nothing <laughs> <laughs> this is step five in his ted talk of the most effective thing you can do to improve your mental fitness from the man himself, he says it's fucking pointless. <laughs> I actually think I say that in the TED Talk as well. I'm like, this is not proven by science. Like, this has not got no scientific studies behind it. It's purely just a push or something. Bro, they, no put, they put a disclaimer in the TED Talk. They must have seen your section on dopamine detox. Because at the start of the video, it's like, just to let you know, TED Talk <laughs> viewers, uh, these are not our views. These are the views of the speaker only. Don't try that fucking dopamine detox. <laughs> So basically, you do it just to just to see if you can push yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. No other reason. And did did you put did did you like the next day? What like did any did you see any changes? I didn't see no miracles in my life or nothing like that. If that's what you're expecting, but like for me, I just thought, damn, like I can do three hundred minutes of doing nothing. Like think about it, yeah. Now that I've done that, if you had to put me in a room where like there's not much to do, so jail for a few hours. You're saying if I (laughs) put me in jail now. Bro, those first 300 minutes are going to be like... <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so that dopamine detox, don't <laughs> think I'm going to try it. But overall, it's a good TED talk. And when I saw that, I was like, my boy Toy done his thing there. Sick talk. Hopefully, he can do another one. Maybe I'll do another one. Who knows? Maybe I won't. But what I want to ask is, obviously, like... As a man, yeah, do you think it's, or just as a human being, but I guess it's a bit more, like, I guess men are a bit more unwilling to speak about it. Like, obviously in the TED Talk, you're mentioning the whole thing's about mental health, innit? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like, before you done that, I'll give you some context for this question. So before you done that talk, did you, were you kind of worried, like, like, yo, like, why is man talking about mental health? Like, what the fuck is this? Like, I'll give you an example. Like, in my comedy... Obviously, I talk about mental health and going to therapy. Like a lot of my jokes are about the process of going to therapy or 
interacting with therapists and yeah. stuff like that. And bef before I done comedy, I don't think, I don't know if I would just go on IG live, like, yo, like, let's have a little chat about therapy and that. But when you do it in comedy, it's, it, I can more easily express myself. But there was a part of me that was, before I told it for the first time, I was like, I don't know, innit? It didn't like, it weren't like I was like, yo, let's talk about Chelsea, Arsenal, football, NFL, yeah, yeah, yeah. music. It was like, there was something in my brain where I was like, mm, do I want to talk about touchy, this? touchy, innit? So what did you feel when, before you done your whole TED talk about mental health? Yeah, it's a good question, bro. Because I'm the same. Like, I don't like talking about it, but it's what people want to hear me talk about. Whenever I've done talks at unis and all this stuff, the number one topic that all the students always ask about is mental health. Always. What do they ask? They ask like, what can I do? If I'm doing all this work, what can I do to manage my mental health on the side? Because you know, nowadays for a student, it's long. Like you've got to study, get a job, do social media, have a social life, all this stuff. So they're like, how can I do all this and manage my mental health at the same time? And truth be told, I don't have all the answers, but I can only say the stuff that I've done in it. So like, I treat my mental health the same way I treat like my body going gym. Like if I'm not actively doing something towards it, then it's going to start lacking and all that type of stuff. But I agree with you. It's tough to talk about. Like doing it through comedy is a smart way to do it because it helps you like get out there. But like, it's like as a joke, but kind of not a joke at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Bro, I, that, yeah. Like the way, the, re, the way I see it with the comedy is like, if I was to do some lecture or a, like a TED talk, not in a disrespectful way to you, but if I was to do a TED talk, that, or say similar stuff in a comedy show, more people would take in the comedy stuff for the simple fact that it's like, they're laughing. Yeah, yeah. And it, that kind of like, that kind of, what's the word? Disarms it a bit. Because yeah, when it's yeah, like quite yeah, a loaded yeah. topic, right? So when you mention like mental health, some people will be open to it. Other people will kind of like, I don't know, like cage up and not want to talk about it. But when you do it in comedy, it kind of disarms the topic a bit. And it makes it a bit more digestible, isn't it? Whereas that same person might not log online and be like, yo, let me watch some lecture. But you are going to do that for tours because obviously that dopamine detox sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you was talking about, obviously you talk with students. Bro, like, tell me about the time. Obviously you've told me, but tell tell everyone about the time. So you've been, you've been to India to do a talk. That was a mad experience, bro. Tell me about that. How much people was there? So half a million people was there. How does that work? Because basically what I'm saying is this guy must have filled out, like he must have talked to the equivalent of like Wembley times five yeah, or yeah, six or yeah. seven. Wembley times five, bro. It was how, like How? How was so, there 500,000? I'm not saying there weren't. I'm, I want to know yeah, like, yeah. the logistics. So first of all, I should caveat this by saying the 500K is an estimation in it. Like I have no Here idea. Here we go. Actual... Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the king of caveats. <laughs> Estimate. Yeah, it was yeah, estimated. Yeah, yeah. So they estimated it based on previous years. They had seven hundred k one year, like however many k. Who, who are you addressing? Like a fucking whole town at once? Yeah, or? yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I went to uh, some really remote town called Amravati in India, mm. and basically, when we came there, they'd never had foreign speakers before. Like, mm. so they'd never met someone from the UK before. They'd never met someone with my accent before. So like, before we even got in to do the talk, we were bombarded by like tens of thousands of people just wanted to know like who are we where we come from like why are we here do you reckon they were shocked to see a black man for the first time bro like, <laughs> i didn't want to say it but it's, it's the truth though like they never see it so how did they act when they first come across you like that so the event was actually for a saint like a 
old saint that had passed away and it was his death anniversary. So for that reason, they were grateful for us to be there because they're like, first of all, how do you know about this saint? Like it's a proper, unique, like obscure, like guy to know. And then um, for us to come and talk at that same event, they're just like, they were just grateful. Like they didn't, I don't know if race is a thing, but like for them, they were just grateful to see people that weren't like them come in there. Um, and then the way it worked was we were in an ashram, which is like a spiritual temple. And there was a stage at the front and you could basically see like, you could probably see like 10,000 people directly in front of you under this shelter. Then there's people that spread back onto the streets. Then on the streets opposite, there's like TVs that are shown us speaking to all the people around. So that's how they add up to the 500K rather than just putting it in like a stadium. Okay. Like spread it out around this whole- You know, whole like town. when the new president gets elected and they speak yeah, in yeah. that mad, and there's bare people there. Is it like that? Yeah, yeah, bro. I got the drone footage. Hopefully, at the time you put this out, I'll have the video on um, YouTube. I've got the video already. I just haven't posted it yet. It will go on my YouTube. Post that, bro. I'm saving it for a rainy day, bro. <laughs> Today is a rainy day. Post that. <laughs> if it's up, you'll see the actual literal drone flying over everyone, and then you'll you'll clock. Yeah, slightly. This was 500k still. That's mad. That's mad. So, how many countries have you been to? Not that many, bro. Not that many. People always think I've been to like 50 countries. I've been to 22. Which That's quite a lot. Which is a lot. Okay, it's a lot, but it's not a lot compared to like what people expect me to say. What do you think they expect? People like always come up to me yeah, and they're like, bro, you've been to like the most countries like of anyone I know. I'm like, bro, I've literally been to 20 places. Bro, you're 28. You're t that's nearly, if you've been 22, that's nearly one new country per year. And you've probably been to some countries more than once, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been exactly. to Spain like 12 times. 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> all right what's the best country you've been to best country i've been to what and question. why what a question bro maybe thailand you know thailand yeah yeah either thailand nah let me go with thailand yeah yeah thailand wait what was the second choice second choice was gonna be jamaica okay yeah yeah so why why did thailand get the nod over jamaica like, do you know what? Slightly, I might have to give South Africa honorable mention in this Ooh. as well. It was lit. But anyway, I'll, I'll say Thailand because one, everything in Thailand is so cheap, bro. Have you been before? Nah, bro. Bro, everything there, yeah, for a good solid meal will be like £1.50 for like a good like plate of like rice, meat. Is it not? Because when you go to Europe, bro, it's usually like bare money for like just tough bit it's of chicken bit steak yeah, and yeah. chips. <laughs> Europe's not the place. I, I don't like holidaying in Europe that much. It's obviously convenient for us, but like places like Thailand, Asia, places in Africa, they're so much better because it's so much cheaper. Then they've also got the different environment. Like Thailand's got jungle, beach, jet skis. You can go island hopping just on a casual like Thursday afternoon, bro. You can just go see another island if you want to. Um, I be real. Is that kind of boring? Because I'm not going to lie. Obviously, I'm all for culture and that. Big up culture and... <laughs> Big up culture, innit? Like doing all this cultural stuff. About to say something ignorant, but, though, innit? Huh? <laughs> You're about to say something ignorant, though. <laughs> nah, my point is, is like, you know when people like big up all this stuff, like when you tell people, you, someone goes on holiday, you're like, oh, like, how was it? What'd you do? And it's like, yeah, you know, we just like <laughs> walked around a bit or saw this or saw Bro, that. <laughs> do you know what? That's what I get with European places, though. You know how you'll say like Europe's kind of dead? Bro, that's what I think. Like my boy right now is in Italy. And I'm thinking, I know he's just walking around doing nothing. Like he's literally <laughs> walking around <laughs> taking pictures of himself. Like it's just dead. But somewhere like Thailand, you can legit go like jungle. 
Do you know what I mean? Okay, that's sick. That's well, like, sick. When I was in Cape Town, which is why I give an honourable mention, Cape I'm Town. I'm sure they're grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> Cape Town. Cape Town has like safaris, so we went and we saw like lions, elephants, yeah, giraffe. That's, like, that's mad, isn't it? Like you're not gonna do that in most places. Um, I, I never am... seen a safari. You've been Richmond Park, seen some things. <laughs> I think I see a horse there now. Not a horse, but it's just mainly deers, <laughs> isn't it? But near this is why this is why you need to go these places, isn't it? This is it. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I. What's the worst country you've been to? The worst country I've been to, like Dublin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Again, to reiterate, Irish listeners, I love you lot. Big up you, innit? Those are tours views. I love Ireland. I've never been. <laughs> Nah, do you know what? I'm gonna leave Ireland out of this one because like that has its own place in it. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the worst other country I've been to? You're looking at a, me like you know I what? know the answer. Do you know, what? I got a list of countries on my phone. Okay. Mind me bringing out? Is it calm? Oh, bro, I know the worst one. I know the worst one. In Qatar, 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 bro. Qatar. Yeah, Qatar. You didn't even go for the World Cup, did you? Nah, 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 nah. I just did a stop over there, bro. That's how dead it was. I was there for like six hours, and it was just like the worst six hours of my life. What, it's in the hot. airport or out? I came out. I went around the city. I saw all the sites. I got a driver and then saw all the sites in the city. So I saw everything. There's a vlog on my YouTube channel. Like, yeah, you see, are you hearing? I got a drive. Not I got cab or I walk. I just, you know, got a chauffeur <laughs> on a quick one because that's what I do. <laughs> nah, no word of a lie. I was literally walking around on my own, yeah. And then some guy just pulls up next to me and he's like, do you want me to drive you around for the day for like this much? Real, like real is the currency. Yeah. And I'm like... I'm like, you're doing nothing else. Like, I may as well just hop in. So, like, he took me around, showed me all the sites. And I was just like, bro, there's nothing to do here. Like, I get it if you have lots of money. It's similar to Dubai, innit? If you've got money, you can just go there and splash on, like, I don't even know what. Because, like, obviously a lot of things over there is off limits anyway. So, I don't even know what people are spending all their money on. But there's, like, no real beaches. There's no, like, there's no nothing to do. It's just, like big buildings and like hot temperature. Like there's literally nothing there. Yeah. So you see, yeah. See, that's what I mean. Like when people like brag about where they've been and then they try and make a place like that sound like it was lit. It's like some places you go to, it's not always lit. lit. I mean, that being said, I made a vlog on it, innit? So like watch that. So but like, why would I watch it, bro? You just told me you <laughs> didn't enjoy going there. It's about doing a layover, innit? Like if you ever end up in Qatar, you know the best things to do. They're still going to be dead. But like, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think i'll be checking out that vlog sadly <laughs> no i'm joking i will i will i will big up towards youtube all right this is like see me yeah, when i do these podcasts i say these podcasts is the first one but when i interview people i research them a lot in it this how you know this guy's up i'm just i typed in his name into youtube some video comes up it's like tor abrams how i made five five dollars uh five <laughs> five thousand us dollars per month in 90 days and that's just a casual site like you might play for i play Fortnite as a hobby he makes five grand in 90 <laughs> days as a hobby <laughs> no nah, that's sick though that's sick that's sick so obviously we mentioned it at the start short-lived boxing career short-lived bro. very short-lived streets were saying Obviously, the rumours on the blogs from Eddie Hearn, all them lot. <laughs> the rumours were saying it didn't go your way. But before we get to the result, which I'm sure the, the listeners can guess how that went, what's the process like of training 
for a boxing match. So you had six weeks to train. <laughs> <laughs> so I signed up for a charity event where you get eight weeks to train. Oh, eight weeks. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's mad, bro. Like I had the, like you have classes because they need to make sure that you don't just get like annihilated. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, I was doing like extra sessions in it with like a one-to-one trainer, which obviously helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like that, that, that paid a lot of dividends. Yeah, yeah. But so between doing my one-to-one sessions, like forget that. Just imagine the class here. Yeah? This is just a class that anyone could sign up for. Like you could be overweight. You could be out of shape. You could be like never having. Why'd you start with overweight and look at me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you look like Jack Grealish. So like anyone could sign up for this. So people different shapes and sizes and whatnot. And they will make you literally come in there. Yeah, first session. All right, 50 burpees, let's get started. Like, that's session one. And they say by the end of the eight weeks, you're going to do 10 more burpees each time. So, like, by the end, you're doing, like, what was it? Like, we finished on, like, 120 burpees or something ridiculous. At the end of the class. As well as, like, press-ups. As well as, bro, as well as press-ups, sit-ups, as well as the whole class, sparring, like, all that stuff. They'll just be like, yeah, do you know what? Before you guys go home, you all got to give me 120 burpees. Like, that's your last thing. So that's just giving a context for like how intense. Did you ever throw up? No, nah, I never did, but they had a sick bucket in the class. Literally the coach come there and he'll be like, here's the bucket if someone needs it. I never threw up and whenever I went to class, I didn't actually see anyone else. But a couple people like pulled muscles, like people just drop on the floor. People got murked in sparring, like all sorts. Like it's, it's the doghouse, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out there, man. Bro, I'm, go- I'm not gonna lie. When you told me you're doing a, a, a boxing match, Obviously, I know you bang gym, you keep in good shape, like mental fitness, physical fitness, other forms of fitness. You're, you're, you get me, you're an active guy. So I was like, yo, he might have a chance, innit? And then <laughs> obviously the big day comes around. For whatever reason, I weren't there. I think I had a show that day. Um, yeah, obviously it's, a, it's like a black tie event. You got to dress proper smart. Yeah just to see your friend get fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) That's a violation because when you're making me put, if I did go and I've put on a suit or whatever or tie, bro, I'm expecting you to deliver because I had to dress up for this shit. (laughs) So the big day comes. Yeah, the the match comes. What happened when you arrived at the arena for the the match? (laughs) So they take... So when you first get there, yeah, before the guests come and everything, they do a medical with all you guys. And basically they just test your blood pressure, innit? Is that all they test? I think it was just that, yeah. They didn't do <laughs> nothing else. So like, if you're like, if you've been like roided up or something, you're, you're probably blessed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But like, for me, obviously I come there now. I'm thinking I'm fit and healthy, innit? Like I'm in the shape of my life. And they start testing my blood pressure. And they're like, oh yeah, your blood pressure is a bit high. And I'm like, all right, calm, like probably nerves or something like that. They say like, cool down, come back in 10 minutes, do it again. Cool down? Like, what do you mean cool down? <laughs> what <laughs> control, does that involve? Control your blood pressure, bring it back down and then come back. So Cool I, down, you know, like. <laughs> I come back like 10 minutes later, yeah. And then they take it again. They're like, bro, it's even higher than it was before. <laughs> They're like, have you had high blood pressure in the past? I'm like, bro, this is the first time like, anyone's ever told me that this is an issue. Mm. I ended up going six times to test my blood pressure. Every single time came out high. In the what, end- high, Higher than the last time? It came down a little bit. And in the end, I was just like, oh, do you know what it is? Yeah, I've, I've had like flu recently. Like, obviously, like you said, everyone's calm now. People have dressed up to come. I'm not gonna like 
bail out of a fight because my blood pressure was high. I know I, I probably, know, you know, I, know like, I probably should. <laughs> I don't know. I probably would if that was me. <laughs> I know I probably should, but bro, I've trained for like, I've done them 150 burpees like every week. It's looking long. Yeah. So I said to them, look, I've just been ill lately. That's probably why it's high. And they were like, all right, fair Are enough. they not like, med- like, do they not know about like, Medical stuff to be like, yeah, that ain't the reason your blood pressure's they, high. They basically wrote a they note. They just yeah. bought your bullshit. Like, <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> they basically wrote a note, yeah, just saying like, all right, we'll let him like, we'll let you pass. But like, obviously, if something happens, it ain't on us kind of thing. Anyway. So you had to sign something, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, now because of that, they told me I got to fight last oh, to let shit. like my blood pressure cool down or whatever. <laughs> so everyone who came out had to wait from the event start, which is at like, I think 3 p.m. or something. They had to wait till 9.30 for my fight. So they had to watch all wait, these 3 p.m.? Yeah. yeah, it was long. They had to watch all these Six other Six and a half fights. hours. Yeah, yeah, I came out. By the time I came out, bro, half the arena was empty because everyone's already dipped. <laughs> it's just like my lot, my opponent's lot. <laughs> and like, let's just have a scrap, innit? Uh, <laughs> and by that point, I, like, I ain't even bothered no more, bro. It's been six and a half hours. Like, let's just go. Six anyway, and a half hours. All I remember is I stepped in the ring. Ref tells us some some nonsense. Yeah, I ain't even listening to him. I'm just trying to like psych out my opponent or whatever. Psych out my opponent. What did you do to psych him out? <laughs> Nothing good, obviously. Anyway, <laughs> next thing I remember, yeah, is he was just swinging, bro. And I just remember like feeling two like hits wait do you wear a head guard yeah you wear a head guard yeah and like the gloves are quite thick so it it prevents you from getting like proper dangerous like concussions and stuff yeah but um i just remember feeling two hits yeah and then after that bro i can't remember anything else like for the whole rest of the fight (laughs) so like (laughs) when i watch it back yeah I throw bare random. Is that on I your YouTube out. as well? Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. I'll watch it as well. <laughs> I'll watch I, that. I one. ain't trying to direct too many people to that. <laughs> I know they'll watch that and they won't watch the TED Talk, innit? Um, now, recap Qatar and the boxing match first. <laughs> and TED Talk, <laughs> yeah, bro. I just remember feeling two like hits on my head, yeah, and then everything after that basically felt like a dream. Like, I was busting out mad random moves that my coach had never trained me none of this, yeah. When I sent him in the video after, he's like, bro. <laughs> This is not what we did in our just session. Just swinging for the fence. I was just swinging, bro. I'm missing. Like, swinging and missing. So you bro. got knocked out? Or did the I didn't, ref... I didn't get knocked out. So what happens is the ref, so that people don't get like, properly injured, if the ref sees you're getting hit too many times, he'll just like pause you, yeah? Ask you if you're all right. At one point, he stopped me, yeah? And he said, like, can you keep going? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I looked up at my opponent, yeah? Across the other side of the ring. This guy, yeah? There was two of him in the corner, bro. Oh, wow. Uh, Have like, you ever played Fight Night? Nah, nah, that's nah. Like, that's how, I swear that happens in fight now where you get knocked down and when you're down, they show two of them as well. Yeah, it's yeah, mad. bro, it's real life, bro. <laughs> bro. That's why it's mad having all these experiences, in it? Because it's like, you see that stuff for real. I saw two of the guy, yeah. If someone had asked me to run towards him, like just jog towards him, I would have like fallen sideways. Like, was, I was concussed. Um, but I ain't going to say like, oh yeah, let me quit. Like, brother, I'm here for the fight. <laughs> I don't even, my head ain't even in the right place. I don't know what's going on anyway. Let me just keep swinging and see what happens. After that, yeah, he threw like three more punches, caught me like three times. The ref was like, nah, I'm dead. This, You're uh, done. Yeah, yeah, You're done out here. Yeah, yeah. First round. First round, bro. Out of how many? Three rounds only. Three, three minutes. Three, uh, two minutes. Two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? It's, it, sound like bef- it sounds like, yo, I could last like two minutes in a boxing match. Like, 
it that sounds man. much harder than it's it is hard. to do that. It's hard. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to last in boxing. TKO randomly. as well. Technical knockout. I don't even know about boxing too much, but I know TKO. <laughs> Would you prefer to be knocked out or TKO if you had the choice in Ooh, hindsight? That's a good question, man. Because you were never getting to round three to maybe lose on points. So it was either TKO. I would say TKO is better because like you still got your pride intact because you never your eyes never close. Like I could still argue to this day that the ref stopped it early. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say you got robbed. <laughs> I could still argue that the ref stopped it. And like, do you know what? If we had a couple more rounds here, yeah, things might have changed. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that old chestnut many times. Yeah. That's why I'll take the TKO, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, KO is almost like no, you went out. TKO you, you, is... KO is like you died on your shield, didn't it? Like, you went out fighting. Like, you just like... No, but TKO is like, you're such a fucking joke. We're not even going to give you the chance to die on your shield. <laughs> no, I big up the boxers, though. If you've been TKO'd, big up you lot, innit? Big up you lot. I'm, I'm not a boxer. I'm Yeah, but TKO, bro. When I heard that, bro... I was like, yo, I'm glad I didn't pay £30 and put on a black, <laughs> a black tie and a suit for that. <laughs> bro, I'm going again this year, though. You know that. Is it? Yeah, yeah. This time you're coming, Shit. bro. Yeah, there's I'll no, come this no time. no excuses this time. No, I'll come this time. I'll put it on my YouTube channel this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, what are you going to do different, though, this time? It's hard. You know what? After that, I was gutted because I left, yeah, and I'd actually trained hard. Now, this is probably the hardest I've trained at anything mm. in many years. So I spoke to my coach and I was like, bro, like, what could I have done better? Number one is I need to learn to get out of the way of a punch. Like, that's the most important thing, bro. Like, anyone who thinks they can take a punch, you know those people that walk around thinking, yeah, I can take a punch. Bro, you can't. Like, <laughs> it's the real world, bro. If somebody hits you over the head, like, after a couple of them, you're going to be, like, dazed. So literally all I've been training now is just defense mostly. What about dodging? Yeah, yeah, dodging, getting out of the way, blocking, moving. Footwork, all that Bro, it's stuff. interesting you say that because, like, whenever I see people like training, not professionals, but like people at like an amateur level, maybe doing a charity match or just random clips, you mostly only see like pad work where yeah, they're punching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never really see anyone. Obviously, we're not talking about like professionals. I'm sure they do this. We're talking about like amateurs. I never see them training like defense or dodging or blocking a punch or anything like that or blocking the, the, the body or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. I never right. see that. You're right. I agree, bro. Like, that's the thing. They don't Defense wins championships, bro. Bro, that's why Floyd Mayweather was 50 and 0, bro. Everyone says he runs from fights. Bro, you try and go in the ring with someone who's punching you in the face, you'll run too. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I fully get it now. Like, it taught me a lesson. You need to defend, didn't it? Like, that's first and then everything else. Is it the same guy or you don't even know you're fighting? I wouldn't know yet, nah. I may fight. I may not even fight in this country. I may do it somewhere else. Where? Qatar. Nah, bro. Put it in Dublin, bro. I'll be moody Dublin. enough that I'll be able to knock someone out. You can go back to Google for that free salmon. <laughs> <laughs> nah, the boxing stuff's mad. Obviously, like going back to your TED talk, yeah. At the end of the TED talk, um. I think this is in a TED talk. I mean, I hope I didn't just make this up, but I'm pretty sure you said that you was like, I think mental fitness should be taught um, in schools. And you hear this, not well, not so much with mental health and that, but you do hear it with like financial advice or yeah, yeah. we should have learned more like less Pythagoras theorem and more like 
useful shit. Like, true say, I never was into history. That could that could get scrapped. Like, <laughs> I'm happy for that to go. I done geography. True say, I got an A at A level, but it was just going like bare rivers and shit and like measuring contours and it's like I live like. I don't even. When am I, when am I putting that into action? So, <laughs> what I want to ask is: so, if you think mental fitness should be in the curriculum, if one's in, something's got to go. Some like, or even if it don't, let's just assume Science something has to go. Which 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 two three subjects you boot in and why? Bro, you love freeze, bro. All right, two then. Every time is free. Which ten sub? No. <laughs> <laughs> which now? Because one subject is like you might have another choice. So let's go two. Which two subjects are two you getting rid of? Subjects are a ditch. Alright, so oh bro, that's a tough question. I should have should have done my prep in advance, bro. I've said history can go. I don't even remember what subjects we even studied at school. Alright, let me just We done like um Maths kinda useful. Maths is useful. English kinda useful. Language okay. is mad useful. You know what I would say though, we did two Englishes. Remember we used to do literature La and language? Yeah. We only need one of them. Why? Because like, bro, you don't need two full hours of English a week. Like, we speak English anyway. So you may as well just pull whatever you were doing in literature, pull that into the language one and just like spit it 50-50. Do you get what I mean? But you see like of mice and men, that I swear that was English lit. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. so like, that's kind of like, I true say maybe that can go, but someone those, might those counter argue. Good though. Yeah, yeah. Someone might good. counter argue and be like, bro, how can you appreciate a good film if you didn't first learn how to appreciate like a good book or some true say is different now the kids of today that they're, they're, they're probably on tiktok and all of that stuff yeah, Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. but i could see why someone might want to keep english literature because there's basic films that you you kind of need to know how to understand storylines and stuff i know what you mean if okay what i would say is if we're going to do literature let's read self-help books then Let's stop reading these fiction books like about... That's not literature. Bro, that's, that's not literature. <laughs> that's mental What's fitness. the definition of literature? <laughs> Shit like Shakespeare, anthology, Bro, I, of mice and men. I'll be honest with you though. I don't know. Now that we're on the topic of literature, I don't know why we're learning Shakespeare at school. I have no idea why we're learning Shakespeare at school. Uh, do you know what? Yeah. Oh, I've done all right in them. English. I think I got A star in one of them and A in another one. And whenever I've done a few acting classes, I've sometimes I've come across Shakespeare and that. Yeah, but you're an actor then. Nah, but it's but the and I had that same reluctance, yeah, of like, yo, like, what, what this ain't relevant. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is long. Like, where art thou and shit? Like, that's long, <laughs> but there are some there are some there are some lessons to be had there, I think. Like what? <laughs> I couldn't tell you what those lessons are, but I think they exist. I just don't know what they are, it. <laughs> bro how are you picking like that over like i don't even know what else all right there's maths english languages i think that's a no-brainer you should keep them yeah like french yeah, yeah i didn't put too much energy in them kind of wish i did now because yeah. they're useful to have yeah, yeah. uh geography mental fitness or geography do you say we got sat navs and google maps now i hear but... you i hear you with geography to be fair like mental fitness is more important than geography but it's, it's more important for me to know about the world that I live in than to know what Shakespeare said 500 years ago. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but you're making out like all you did in English literature was Shakespeare, bro. There was other shit. Bro, what else did we do? There was Of Mice and Men. <laughs> <laughs> do you know there are only two things I can remember? That's it. There was something we used to do yeah, in school. It was like creative writing. I don't know what that fell under, but that was decent. I like that. 
But I don't know what do that, that. I don't know. Bro, there was a thing we used to do. I remember it now. It's called writing to persuade, writing to inform, oh, yeah. writing like to... PEE and all that. Stuff. Yeah, that that, yeah, that yeah. was kind of useful, I thought. I'm back and in you know English. What? Yeah, I'm back I, in English. No, but that's English language, though. That wasn't literature. That was like, that's what I'm saying. We keep language and we just scrap literature. Okay. So all, right, all okay. the reading... Right, all English the reading. Yeah, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. What's the other one? Then the other one, I, I hear you with geography. I kind of agree with what that. What about history? History, bro. nah, history is kind of important, though. But like, not, why? Not the I'm way not saying it's not, but what, what, why do you think it is? Because like you need to know what's led you to where you are now. But don't get me wrong, the way it's taught at school won't teach you that because they'll teach you about a bunch of like nonsense events from like the 1600s and stuff. But like <laughs> you do need to know about like the Cold War, World Wars, like history, slave trade, all that stuff. I think is useful. But instead, it's uh, yeah. So ten sixty six, they put a big yeah, stone up yeah, somewhere, yeah. like. But I guess that's because we're in the UK, and it depending where you are, it'd be different. But. Yeah, I'd probably say geography. I think you're right about that. Or like, well, did, didn't we do subjects like DT and stuff? No, but that was optional. Design technology. That was like, those were things that you could drop. So but I'm talking about things that like, no if you were going to do this for GCSE, because in year nine, we had to pick which ones we're going to scrap in it. Yeah, yeah. We scrapped DT and, and them ones there, but yeah, I can't. But then geography was lit because, bro, they used to put on these mad documentaries like, so this is India. This is what <laughs> Mumbai is like at night. <laughs> I agree. You do need to learn about the world because if you don't learn about other cultures, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, so I yeah, think geography yeah. does teach you that, but there is parts of it where it's all this contouring rivers bullshit. I'm not really on it. Yeah. And there's other ones that you could argue for, like maybe RE, religious education. But at the same time, you want to know about that, especially today's day and age where there's so many different beliefs and cultures. Bro, maybe they should combine geography and religious education as culture. So it's like, that's a shout, you know. It's not just like, like you. Very good shout. Then it's just one thing. And you could say, cool, I know about different cultures, so I'm not going to be ignorant. You're on a board of directors or something, isn't it, at a school? Have I? <laughs> I swear you're the... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Bro, I, I swear on your thing, it's like I'm a governor or something. Uh, I used to be a school governor. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. used to be a school governor. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be a school governor like a few years ago, but that was short-lived. That was like one year I was there. That was just for LinkedIn, isn't it? Just to add to your CV. Yeah, you don't want to say yes, but... Slightly, slightly. <laughs> cool. So, what's coming next from from you? It's a big question, bro. Like, what? Let the after, people know, bro. Like, what? Because what, what, obviously they might get to know, you know, like, cool, this guy sounds decent. I want to see what else he's doing. What are you doing? So... Where do I begin, man? I would say, first of all, I got my YouTube channel. I got two YouTube channels. So one is where I do talks. That's like mental fitness, mental health, all the mental fitness stuff I talk about. You find it all on there. Then I got the vlogs channel, which is where the Qatar vlog is. <laughs> Where's the boxing match? The boxing match is on their channel. So, oh, yeah, yeah. If you just type in my name, Tor Abrams. Um, Tor Abrams boxing. getting knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> come up. Um, not even not the fuck out because he didn't even get the opportunity so Abraham's <laughs> getting stopped TKO <laughs> yeah yeah that'll be on there um, then obviously I got my TED talk separately so there's different places you can find me but I do a lot of talks at university so what I'm doing at the moment is trying to build out a platform that students can come to to learn directly from myself so that'll be where I teach them about mental fitness teach them about careers building their LinkedIn CV that type of stuff so that's the project I'm working on at the minute. A few universities are already on board. I'm trying to do more stuff abroad as well. 
because I travel so much. I'm trying to build out some stuff in Ghana at the moment. What are you trying to build? Similar types of things like online platforms because I just feel like online is such an easy way to do things nowadays. Bro, I thought you meant like physical thing like, yeah, I'm trying to build a school, <laughs> give back to the motherland and that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, now I say it, there's not even any reason why I need to be like, it's online, isn't it? I could just do it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. But, no, but it's, it's specifically sounds working, sick, bro. Yeah, specifically working with like Ghanaian students, trying to help them out. Um, but that's, mm. that's a work in progress. That's going to take a longer time. The stuff I'm doing over here is mostly just for UK students right now. Yeah, um, and some stuff for businesses as well. But best to just come to my YouTube channel, innit? Go check out his YouTube channel, innit? He's got some good stuff on there. I've watched some of his videos. Obviously, he's done his TED talk. The vlogs look sick. I keep telling him, you're sitting on all this sick footage, but you're not really like putting it out or promoting it. Hopefully, uh, he promotes it more, and you'll see it more on platform because he's got some great footage. He's got some good things to say. So yeah, bro, this is it. The end of the first ever episode of the AJ Rose Show. Oh, by the way, um, yeah, where can they find you? Like, where can people find you? Oh yeah, so YouTube channels, Tour Talks is the talking one and the vlogs one is Tour Imagination. Mm. And then Instagram, Tour Abrams is my full name. LinkedIn, Tour Abrams again, my full name. Okay, that's Tour. Yeah, that's that's Tour. Uh, great life story there. Um, yeah, what am I saying now? How do I end this shit? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even set up like the Instagram page of the podcast. So like I could tell you to go follow something and it could be a different handle. For now, I'm going to just say, yeah, uh, cool. So obviously, whatever platform you listen to this podcast on, rate it five stars, please. Follow the Instagram page. I think it will be the AJ Rose Show. If it's not, then sorry for wasting like four seconds of your life. Um, the podcast itself is it will be on my YouTube channel as well. That's just my name. And that's it. Episode one done. Big up everyone for listening. Big up Tor for coming on. And yeah, you lot have a great week and I'll see you next time. Big up.